For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titans Nard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to talk about the Titans and training camp. It is August, football season gets underway tonight, the Hall of Fame game. You had the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys going up against each other tonight. We've waited for it, and we're finally going to be able to talk about some actual football on today's show, we're going to get into just everything that has happened so far for the Titans. Going to look around the AFC South, some really big storylines to kind of get into there. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. D, I was looking at it earlier. They've got the preseason lines up as of right now for the Cowboys game. Uh, the Cowboys are a one and a half point dog to the Steelers. I went ahead and I was like, all right, well, so what, what are they saying for the Titans versus the Falcons? Titans are a one point favorite over the Falcons. That game is seven o'clock on Friday, August the 13th. Ooh, Friday the thirteenth. Okay, just I don't know that yeah. one, that one just that just connected with me. I know, but but hey, uh, hopefully nothing spooky happens out on the field. I will say, just be careful whenever you are getting into preseason lines, just because a lot can change. We really have no idea how things are going to go there. But I mean, Coach Rabel did say some things about about what your backup and your third string quarterback might look like. Who's going to be kind of getting those reps? So just a lot of stuff to keep up with there. But hey. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. D, we're in August. I hope you've had a great week so far. My first question to you, and as you know, I, I want to know how you're doing, so go ahead and make sure to, to put that in there as well. But what has been your biggest storyline that you've taken away from training camp so far? Well, I'm going to start in Minnesota, D. And I'm like, wow, if you're Coach Zimmer right now, you're literally saying to yourself, what in the blank is going on? I have only one quarterback in camp. 
three quarterbacks, Kelly Mond, who you brought in from Texas A&M, who's going to be a stud in this league. Your starter, Kirk Cousin, and Nate Stanley are all out dealing with COVID on the reserve COVID-19 list. They got one quarterback, Jake Browning, on the roster. So <laughs> if you're the coach right now, Dee, what do you think Coach Zimmer is doing right now, who was a great defensive coach here in Dallas for a long time? What are you thinking? What's going on time. in Minnesota? I want to know. You're having to buy your time until they can get back? I didn't know you were going to go up to Minnesota for yes. your storyline. I figured you might go over to New York because the Giants, everything they're having to deal with right now has been pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, they had an all-out brawl. Coach Joe Judge just ended the practice early. Daniel Jones was at the bottom of a pile. They've had it bad. But there's just a lot a lot happening. I mean, we're glad to get football back. And so the storylines, they have definitely been plentiful. I guess as it relates to the Titans, what's the biggest thing that you've seen so far that you're like, all right, there it is. That's that's the highlight for the Tennessee Titans in training camp so far. Well, we haven't dealt with COVID yet, you know. Last oh, we did. Year, it was last year. Yeah. Well, yeah, last year, I mean, they hit this organization hard. I mean, they were the first organization to get hit. But, you know, my main takeaway uh, in camp this year, I've really been following Caleb Farley. You know, that's my man, the 27 pick this, this year's draft. And I love him. We, I love him so much, man. You almost got into a fight. That's why I love you like a brother that I never wanted. But he has been activated, wearing number three in practice, looking sweet. And let me tell you something. They took him off the NFL, NFI list, which is the non-football injury list. He took his physical, passed it with flying colors, which means his back is 100% Davy Hudson. And I'm truly excited because you know why? They got two studs, Christian Fulton. They said right now in camp, he is looking like that stud that played at LSU. He stepped in front of an A.J. Brown uh, pass. that was It was intended for A.J. the other day in practice. I saw it on YouTube. Made a great, spectacular play. Only guys from Louisiana State University, hashtag DBU, can make. And let me tell you something. He's looking good. You know, a lot of people, Teron Davenport for ESPN said that right now there's one guy, one player that's looking really good in camp right now, and that's Mr. Christian Fulton out of Louisiana State University. So if you're the Titans organization and your defensive coordinator, Shane Bowen, you're really, really, ex you're real, excuse me, you're excited right now because you got, number one, you got your stud number one pick, you got your second round draft pick, uh, from last year, playing really good at camp and stepping up in the absence and the departure, excuse me, of Adoree and Malcolm, who's both gone. So that's a huge plus for this defense because when you have two great corners or two young studs at corner, you know, you can be aggressive with your play calling. And I'm super excited to see what it's going to, you know, last year, this back half of this team, they just was criticized heavily last year. And this is a team that I feel like even though they were, I wouldn't say they were the Achilles heel. I think it was overall, it was the whole defense. But I think this is going to be the strongest unit going into this year's 2021 season. I won't go that far. You did start this off by talking about Caleb Farley and him being able to, he's, he's been activated. He has been to the point where he's cleared his physical past that. Uh, the other guys that also passed their physical and were activated were offensive lineman Ty Sambrello, who, as we know, filled in pretty well last year for the injury to 
Taylor Lewan and running back Jeremy, Jeremy McNichols also able to go. The other news that really sparked my interest had to deal with a couple of additions that the Titans made. The Titans are bringing back a guy that has been in the system before, was actually here during Mike Vrabel's first year, but a guy that is playing at the tight end position, something we've been talking about, but the Titans are bringing back tight end Luke Stocker, veteran in the game, been in the league for 10 years, played his college ball at the University of Tennessee, very familiar with this guy, and he is a player that can come in and help the Titans whenever it comes to being able to block from the tight end position. I truly expect him to make this roster just whenever you do look at the tight end situation as it stands. We know Anthony Ferks, so we're expecting big things from him, but we also look to him more as a receiving option at the tight end position. And so this does help the Titans whenever they are trying to continue to get that run game going. As we know, running behind running behind this line, you got Derrick Henry, so he can make people look silly. But adding Luke Stalker, I think, is really going to help this unit. I was looking into it. Luke was spending the last couple of years in Atlanta, but while he was in Atlanta, his family didn't even move from the Nashville area. They, they had stayed here, so he is very familiar with what's going on here. Shouldn't be that much of an adjustment for him. And so now the Tennessee, former Tennessee Titan and former Tennessee Volunteer back in the mid-state. The other news, D, we briefly talked about it last week as far as what we expect to happen for the Titans and the kicking battle. So we do have some news there. We're talking about the undrafted free agent, Blake Hobel. I think that's how you say it. I apologize. I still have not learned how to say his name. The kicker out of Ohio State. He was released, and the Titans did claim kicker Sam Finken. Finken did struggle with some extra points last year. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I expect Tucker McCann to be the kicker whenever the Titans have the first game of the season. And right now I'm still leaning that way. Uh, I pulled it up. Jim Wyatt put it out there. But uh, Finken was waived on Saturday by the Jets. He hit on 32 of 42 field goal attempts in his time with the team. He was 13 of 15 for the Jets in 2020, including a perfect 12 of 12 from inside 50 yards after going 19 of 27 in 2019. But just a lot of stuff happening. The other thing we haven't hit D, kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it. On Tuesday, Julio Jones did not practice. Kind of banged up a little bit with an injury there. Coach Vrabel said it's nothing major, but I mean, based off how thin this wide receiving core is, is that something that kind of concerns you a little bit about his durability? We know last year he did suffer the injury that really derailed his season. What's your, your worry level at right now there? There's no worries. There's no worries at all. I mean, listen, this is training camp. It's going to be, what, two weeks this year? So it's not that long, you know, compared to the four weeks that we had to uh, practice uh, 50 years ago. But listen, this is this is not an issue. Uh, Josh Reynolds right now went out of practice the other day. Uh, minor injuries. That happens in training camp. You know, the first week of practice, training camp practices is pretty tough because you're doing a lot of running um, and guys are not really used to that because you don't really do anything in OTAs, especially when you're a starter. So this is a non-issue. We all, when you walk into training camp, you feel great, Davey, but when you come out, you feel terrible and it's just, it's just working through it. It's just pain, soreness. It's just a part of the game. And it's like I alluded to on our last podcast, you know, this is the part where you really have to pay the price and you're just getting your body ready to go. So, no, it's not a big issue. I don't necessarily view this one little mishap by Julio as, as far as it being an issue, but that is just one of the concerns you kind of have whenever you're bringing in an aging vet and 
It's just, you know, a guy that has been banged up. It's can he get back to that productivity level? And obviously the key to doing that is just staying healthy. And Titans are paying a lot of money for the guy. But before the injury, he, by all indications, was looking really, really good uh, from everyone that was able to watch from a media side of things. So you get him out there opposite AJ. And, I mean, like, the report, though, on AJ is he is just, he looks like a college kid running out there with a bunch of high school kids. So. Yeah, he's having fun. Yeah. yeah. He's enjoying himself. And really, it's not an injury. It's just the the way training camp is, D, is just guys pull little things, tweaks little things. That's just a part of the game. We we know that's inevitable. You can't can't go around that, what we call just the nicks and the little bruises. But you know what? He's When you've been in this league for 11 years, you know how to take care of your body. You know, when you have longevity in this league, like a lot of good players like Jerry Rice or Tim Brown, those players are vets. And one thing veterans know what they know, there's one thing they're perfect at, they're perfect at taking care of their bodies. That's why they've been in the game for so long. So the Julio situation is not, to me, a big deal. But I tell you what is, is that backup quarterback position. And right now, D, we Logan Whiteside, it was reported by uh, AZ Sports in Nashville that he's looking really good in training camp. They say that he's running that second unit with a lot of confidence. He's throwing very accurate, and he's taking command of that offense. And that's what you want to see from your backup quarterback. So, hey, we got to make sure that we keep our eyes on that battle between him and Deshaun Kaiser because I'm telling you what, that is the most important position on the field is that backup unit. Ask your boys at Indy. <laughs> yeah, I was about to get into the rest of the AFC South. You brought up the quarterback situation. I also wanted to mention that this happened, or at least Jim White put this out there on July the 29th, but he said that, according to Vrabel, the Titans plan to rotate backup quarterbacks Logan Woodside and Deshaun Kaiser with the twos and threes in training camp competition. So they're going to give each guy kind of an opportunity with the same players. Personally, would not play Ryan Tannehill but maybe like one drive during preseason. And so the rest of the time, I would just want to see what the backups have just because it's a 17-game schedule now. You don't need to do anything to jeopardize the health, especially of if you are concerned about the backup quarterback moving forward because a lot of teams, man, if that starter goes down, Titans, I think, are in that camp. They're really going to struggle. And as we know with what the defense looked like last year, it's not necessarily something you can rely on. Like This team, to still win games, we're going to have to put up a decent amount of points. So for that to happen, I think Ryan is what allows that will to keep spinning and those points to keep churning. And he's been playing at an elite level as of late. And if anyone tries to tell you he's not a top 10 quarterback, just know that they don't know what they're talking about and that they simply just remember his time with Adam Gase. Because I've been doing some more deep diving into what all Tannehill's been able to help this offense with over the last year and a half ever since he's taken over as the starter. And it's been nothing short of phenomenal. And it really is a a true, truly incredible comeback story for a guy a lot of people had just decided to write off as his career in the NFL was just going to be a backup from here on out. Now he's a legit top 10 quarterback in the league. But D, you did mention it as it relates to the quarterback situation in Indy. So Indy is really battling some injuries. I know that Titans fans, we were kind of under the mindset that that was the one team in the AFC South that could possibly give you a battle for repeating as division champs. And right now, I mean, I don't wish injury on anyone, 
but the Colts, they cannot shake this injury bug. So Carson Wentz re-injured a foot issue that he had had from his time playing with the Eagles. But ultimately, he's had to have surgery, and on Monday he had successful surgery where they removed a bone in his foot. And they're saying that the timeline for him to be back is anywhere between 5 to 12 weeks. I'm hearing that it's going to be on the farther end of that time period where you're looking more of like 10 to 12 weeks before he could come back. And so you're thinking, wow, the Colts, you know, Phillip Rivers retired. They go out, they get Carson Wentz. They're going to try to revitalize his career. Frank Reich is a guy that's been able to work with him before. Maybe he can get him playing back at a really good level. Well, we know that that plan has been derailed. Not going to be able to get the training camp reps. Not going to be able to play any during preseason and going to miss at least the first quarter of the season from everything I'm hearing. Now, the Titans, they do play the Colts in Week 3 and Week 8. So both of those games for the Titans versus Indianapolis all happen before we even get to November. Their backup situation is not looking good, if you ask me. They got Jacob Eason, guy who started his career at Georgia, then went to Washington, ended up getting drafted by the Colts. He's had a year in that system, but still, he's not taken any snaps. He's not played any meaningful football at this level, so it's definitely going to be a jump up for him. They went out, they brought in Brett Hundley, uh, the former UCLA quarterback, spent some time in Green Bay. They really don't know how this is going to shake out for their quarterback battle. And until they can get Carson Wentz back, and even once they get him back, there's still no guarantee that he's able to get up to speed quickly and to mesh with this team to where the Colts are going to be able to salvage much of a 2021 season. So as a Titans fan, that's that's really good news. And then if you want to add on to that, so the, the Colts went out, they got Eric Fisher to be the starting left tackle. He tore his Achilles last year, if you remember, for the Chiefs late in the season. I think that happened in the AFC Championship game. Wasn't able to play in the Super Bowl. He's not healthy yet. And then, to make matters even worse for Indy, all-pro guard Quentin Nelson has a foot injury as well. Looks like he's going to have to have the same type of surgery as Carson Wentz. They're also saying 5 and twelve, five to 12 weeks is his timetable for a return. The best joke I've seen so far is that the media is misreporting. They're not saying that it's a 5 to 12 week period of them being out. Their record for 2021 is going to be 5 and 12. As you know, 17 games now, so that is possible that they go 5 and 12. I don't necessarily think it's going to be that bad, but just for a team that had incredible quarterback play for two decades, they're really struggling now, and their defense is still going to be great. But if you're whoever's playing quarterback in that, program right now that franchise you don't have a left side your blind side's not going to be protected very well and you're also just trying to pick up the game as is you don't have a ton of star weapons around you so the offense for the Colts right now is going to be struggling by all indications at least on paper and from what I've seen with my own eyes I'm not expecting a lot I do think their defense is going to be good can possibly keep them in some games but that is definitely a storyline worth following if you're a Titans fan you should be happy there I feel like everything for the Titans, it's like it's starting to be too good to be true. For no, 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 no. That's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. It's, you don't you get in trouble part. thinking like that. Yeah. You, you, you thought gotta, it like that last year going into that Cincinnati game, and look what happened. A team that only won one, they were what, one, four, and one at the time. I, I know when people, they look at, they look on paper, and I don't want to debate you on this, but you can't, you can't take one game lightly, no games at all. I don't care if it's Houston. And sometimes things might not look good on paper. But some things might look great on paper, but I don't mean it's going to translate to on the field. And that's the key. So if you're the Colts situation, yeah, you've been hit by the bug. But if you're the Titans, you're not looking at this as, 
it's a, like a, a gimme game. Like, oh, we automatically have this just because Quentin Nelson's out or Carson wins. It doesn't matter. When you approach a game in the National Football League, there's 32 teams. If you take one team lightly, one team, Debo, I promise you, that's the team that will beat you. We saw that last year when they went to Cincinnati and got spanked. You can't do that. So you know when I look at a situation like that, I pay no attention. Because you know why? There's a team back in 2001 who lost their starting quarterback, who was a stud, by the way, by the name of Drew Bledsoe. And if you were in New England, and if you lost a guy by the name of Drew Bledsoe, people were automatically thinking, the season's over. It's done with New England. And all of a sudden, that's the team that won the Super Bowl. So one thing pro coaches like Mike Vrabel is doing right now, he's not paying any attention to what's going on with the coach. I know this is news that our fans need to see, but I will tell our fans this and our listeners, do not take a team like this lightly. And I, I promise you, I've seen this. I've been a player on teams on both sides. And when you're on both sides of the track, you know one thing, never overlook your opponent in this league. Don't look at the injury report because guys will get so focused on that, they forget to go on the field and play. And that's where you get beat. We saw that in Cincinnati last year. It almost happened in Jacksonville. That wasn't a very good football team. But I guarantee, hey, when they played Tennessee last year, they gave they gave Tennessee a run for their money. So that's exactly the mindset you have to think. When you're thinking right now, if you're the Titans, you're just thinking about yourselves. I'm not thinking about the rest of the AFC because right now, nobody's relevant. Everybody thinks that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl, even Indy. That's this optimism. And when you have an optimistic coach in an organization, you don't you instill in your team, hey, nothing started. There's nothing given. Nothing has been lost or won. Just, hey, we're going to deal with it. And teams that are able to deal with adversity are the teams at the end usually wasting a Super Bowl. We saw that in Tampa last year. They had some uh, issues first, you know, down in Tampa Bay. You know, trying to develop that chemistry with Bruce Arians. You got a second-year coach. But what happened? They put it all together at the end. So that's what matters the most in this league is who puts it together over the course of a season and then who's standing at the end. And guess what? Indy, when it's all said and done, if you take this team lightly, they could be standing at the end uh, hoisting a Super Bowl trophy. I'm not saying that the Titans need to take anyone lightly. I want to be clear on that, D. I, I think you realize I'm, I, I come oh, I from know. that mindset. What I do want to say is, and the Cincinnati Bengals game from last year was a great example, but when I do look at this Colts team, what they have on offense right now, not to say that they can't sneak up and beat somebody, but on a week-in and week-out basis in the NFL, I really, really do struggle seeing this team, how they are structured at the current moment to finish above 500 in the league this year. So Tom will tell, brother. 100% true. But I just say that because the, the Titans still have to take care of business. But if you are a Titans fan, this is definitely good news versus bad news whenever you're looking at what the Colts are going through. And again, I'm not wishing ill on any player in the league. Just simply stating the facts and what's currently going on with their situation. Because now they really don't know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. If you can't get that position figured out, you're really going to struggle. So they do have a couple of weeks to kind of get that together. I'm going to be tuning into their preseason games just to kind of see what they have going on there. The other storyline, as we stay in the AFC South, has to deal with Deshaun Watson. He's still not been eligible to play. He showed up at training camp just so he wouldn't get fined. Um, 
kind of made me think of Marshawn Lynch just doing the media bits, like I'm here, just here so I don't get fined. But I mean, they even had it to where Watson was taking reps as the fourth string quarterback and was doing a walkthrough as a scout team safety. And then once they were supposed to do pads, they said that he had a minor injury. I don't believe that to be the case. I just think they don't want to have him out there. And he currently is still seeking a trade. So the bleep show that is going on with the Houston Texans still continues. They're trying to figure things out under first-year head coach David Culley. With that, with Indy, with the Jacksonville Jaguars also implementing one, a brand-new quarterback, a lot of brand-new players, and then a coach who has never coached in the National Football League before. If you're the Titans, you have to seize the moment. You have to take advantage of having such a weak division right now. And again, I know we've not seen things play out on the field, but when you are looking at experience, you're looking at guys that understand what it takes to win at a high level in this league. The Titans have that over every other team currently in the AFC South, so they need to take advantage. Like, we talk about it all the time. The way you structure a lot of your team's contracts, you only have a short amount of time to actually take advantage and go out and win something of merit. You're going to have that Super Bowl run. There's a certain window you have to operate within, and the Titans have set up to where this is their moment. They have this year, next year, and then things could get dicey. We'll see how the situations look from from there on from a contract standpoint with certain players, but you have to take your shots now. You went out this offseason, you got Julio Jones, tried to revamp the defense to where it would be much improved compared to what we saw last year. Everything's moving into place if you're a Tennessee Titans player and fan for them to take advantage and go out and win something big. And it starts with winning your division, and then you go from there. But from everything we're getting out of training camp, the guys are looking good for the Titans, looking loose, ready to get out there, make some plays. And hey, as we started this thing off with, you got your first preseason game on the 13th versus the Falcons. Get to get out there, see former offensive coordinator Arthur Smith taking on the head headset for Atlanta. But D, what else out of training camp are you seeing and you're just like, okay, here we go. Are you feeling good? I know I kind of went around the AFC South. Anything you want to add to that? Well, you know what? I'm really excited about the joint practices that they're going to have with Tampa Bay coming into town. Of course, they got that preseason game Saturday, August the 21st. And what I'm looking forward to is watching matchups. Um, typically, when a team, when they do a joint practice, it might be a two days, it'd be three days, which is two days of practice. And then the third day, you play your preseason game. And what I'm looking forward to is watching matchups. This is a time really where you evaluated and not to mention you're bringing the Super Bowl champions in town and you're bringing my favorite player of all time and your favorite player and your favorite person, Mr. Tom Brady. Uh, and, and so listen, I'll, I'll say this. I'm looking forward to watching Caleb Farley go against Mike Evans, a six, two corner versus a six foot five all pro receiver. I'm looking forward to watching my man out of DBU, Christian Fulton, go against Chris Godwin, who is one of the up-and-coming receivers in the league. I love Chris Godwin. I think he's a beast. Uh, I thought he was a beast when he played at Penn State. And matter of fact, they paid him pretty nicely down in Tampa. I'm also looking at the rookies, Elijah Molden, and I want to see how he responds when he goes against Antonio Brown or Chris Jackson. I want to see his process. I want to see the maturation process. 
from year one to year two. Breon, we're looking at see where he's going to pick up where he left off last year. So there's so many um, really great things in the secondary that's happening. You know, last and I'm not saying that because I'm a former secondary guy. It's just that last year we just kept talking about how bad this secondary played. So I'm looking at all these new additions and all of these key pieces that they're putting together in the back half. And I think they will be well tested when Mr. Brady comes to town. So I'm super excited to watch that three day, those two days of practice in that third preseason game. So that's what I'm really looking forward to, Debo. And I want to say this. I'm looking forward to Mr. Amani Hooker. This is both me and you. We both love this guy. I'm not trying to speak for you, but we talk very high of Amani. And I want to see how he's going to respond this year being a full-time starter uh, since KV left. And I wish KV well. I love Kenny Vaccaro. But Amani going into his third year, David, we think, I think he can be a stud. I, I really do. When I look at him, I just I see a guy or a player who's on the cuffs of doing something great. And for and I want to also say congratulations. I didn't say congratulations to Mr. Troy Palomalu. I was thinking about great strong safeties, and when I was trying to evaluate Amani and how his progress has been going in camp, I kept thinking about Troy Palomalu. Now I'm not trying to say he fits that mold, but you know what, Davey? Man, he has a chance to be uh, an electrical electric player. I think he can be a superstar in this league. I look at the game last year against Baltimore. Lights out. So again, secondary, when Mr. Brady comes to town, I'm going to get up to Nashville and watch these guys practice against Tampa Bay. I'm going to pull my uh, player's car. You want to go with me? Yeah, man. Just let me know when you're headed over. I'll okay, be there. I promise, I'll, I'll meet okay. you over there. I'll make sure I don't text you. Okay. Right. No, man, <laughs> just I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now and I, I see September the 12th and I just, yeah, it's almost here. Almost. It's going to be fun. Get the season underway. You know, for the last time, and I don't know how long. I mean, I, know I I was excited going into last season, but this year, just with who you're bringing back, how this offense is structured, I just think it's going to be just so much fun to watch. And even if, let's say, things don't go according to plan as far as the win-loss record at the end of the day, I do think it's going to be a fun offense to where it's just, I just like being entertained, and that's something I expect to see out of this team. When it's all said and done, this team has the potential to make a deep run in the playoffs. And as we know, once you get there, you based off matchups, draw, just time of year, how many injuries your team has sustained, just all plays into the hands. And so if you're the Titans, make something happen. Make some magic. So, D, I'm with you. Again, make sure everybody stays healthy. We'll get preseason. We'll have another show before the Titans do take on the Falcons. But other than that, D, any closing thoughts? September the 12th, Colin Murray coming to Nashville, baby. And J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. D, they will be tested early. That will be a great game to evaluate this team. September the 12th. I know we're early. I think we got that one in the bag. We'll see. Again, right, New let's year, do it. <laughs> New year, but I'm, I'm feeling confident. But All hey, right. we'll be back to talk more about the Titans next week. Man, I'm just, I'm giddy. I'm, I'm really giddy just knowing that we're almost ready for football. So, but anyway, that is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. We appreciate you joining us, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along 
to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.